Welcome, July 27th, <laughs> or June 27th, sorry, so yeah, I had one job. He thought about it too much. I know, I did think about it too much. <laughs> you were June thinking about it the whole time. <laughs> Happy birthday to my brother Kyle, it's his birthday today. Happy birthday. Uh, yeah, June 27th, episode 17, correct? Yes. I'm going to start writing it down on a piece of paper. <laughs> I um, knew you were thinking about it the I was whole thinking of the whole time, too, it was like, um, welcome everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome. Zach, what's the weather like? Well, let's first start off with you wish Kyle happy birthday, but let's also wish Dan a happy birthday. It was oh, his birthday. Thank you. Yesterday. Yes, yesterday was my birthday. Thank you. I saw the uh, the post that uh, I guess it was Doug. Had Doug made. post, yeah. And the first time I saw it, it was like seven comments, and I checked on it today, and there were like seventy three or something. Eighty eight. Was it eighty eight? Eighty eight. The man feels much love. Thank you. <laughs> uh, weather. Yeah, it's um. <laughs> 86 or something yeah 86 yeah. It, it's still felt hot we can't do our minnesota we don't have yeah we're missing our other half doug tonight uh but we got a great guest on tonight and everything uh she's gonna talk about her paranormal group that she and her books um and everything so we'll get all our little shout outs and our highs too yeah uh kathy she, she was, was the first uh, today. She was number one. She hey. was the winner this week. Kenny sent me a message said he was gonna be late, so uh that's probably why you won. <laughs> What's going on, sis? Kathy, I'm Alita. There's I'm Alita. Hello, hello. We got Lori, Costas. Costas. And Susan. And it's an evening. Shout out to my sisters, Kathy and Amelita. Had a nice little uh birthday dinner with them last night. Had some lobster and some shrimp. It was quite tasty. I was actually across the street from you guys the whole time. And you couldn't say hi? You <laughs> couldn't was, come in? I was eating Chipotle. Yeah. Was that the closest one? Yeah. Oh. I thought there was one around the corner, but I guess not. It's going to be weird, man. If we stick like this, I'm going to put, I'm gonna have to go in the other room. <laughs> two different things. I'm so used to seeing Doug on the other side. Doug on the other side, yeah. So anything you'd like to say? Um, anything new since the last podcast? Uh, well, we'll talk about it in the back half. We'll talk about that in the back half. Yeah. We had the, uh, American Hauntings, uh, Paracon this weekend, yeah. which was actually pretty good and stuff. And we'll talk about that on the back half of it. So with that, uh, yeah, I don't think there's anything, anything else? anything else before. All right. Well, we'll bring. Hello. Hello. Oh, hello. How are I forgot, you? I forgot to unmute. 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 Ah, myself. see, it's, it's <laughs> contagious. <laughs> it's like Monday all over again. Yeah, it is. It's very. She's like, I knew as soon as you I, asked me, you're like, it's July, and I'm like, no, he's gonna think about that the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like me. Like I'm a night shifter, so I get my days mixed up all the time. I'm. I'm. I don't know. It'll be Monday, and I'll think it's Sunday, but then. Tuesday, I'll be okay again. That's weird. <laughs> I don't know. I remember I worked and uh, all my shifts were like four to midnight. And mm. I, I remember the one thing I tried to do on Instagram a long time ago was a photo a day. And mm. because my shifts were so late, I would always get thrown off and it would be like midnight. And I'd be like, oh, shit, I didn't post the day before. <laughs> it only lasted like four days. It didn't make it very far. <laughs> but speaking of that, the photo a day though, not to not to go on what you do. What is your Snapchat with Vinny? Oh my God. It is almost four years long. 
That is crazy. Wow. A four-year-long Snapchat. Yeah, if he's in the chat right now, it's um, I actually I just did the math today <laughs> because, and we've broken it a few times, which is the crazier part. It would be well over probably like five years. That's uh, crazy. It is one thousand four hundred and sixteen days straight. We we sent a photo to each other. Wow, that's impressive. That's dedication. You're invested now. Yeah, I mean that's. <laughs> That's my uh, that's my best friend of like twenty plus years. So yeah. I it's funny too because I've asked him about that. I've been with him. He's like, oh, I got some video photo. He's like, yeah. I'm like you just like Snapchat is like your feet. He's like, oh, that's what we do all the time. It don't have to yeah. be like a. He's gotten probably well over a thousand feet photos from me. <laughs> it's nothing ever wow. interesting unless we're like <laughs> investigating or something like that. I'll send a photo, but yeah, it's dedication. He broke his phone in Florida. And went and bought a new one that day just so he could send me a photo. It's true. Wow. true love. That's true love. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, Tori. Went off on a tangent. No, you're <laughs> fine. Tangents so are my favorite. Huh? Tangents are Tangents my favorite. favorite. Yes. You'll get a lot of them. So, how's the weather in Kansas? Not too much. It's different than ours. Yeah. <laughs> it's hot. I think they it's said hot. I got sunburned. Mm. You, know, you could probably. Oh, yeah. It. <laughs> Yeah, I did my miles the other day, and I got uh, my shirt sunburnt on me here. I wasn't expecting it. To, uh, and I did it in the morning thinking, oh, I'll be fine. Mm. Nope, I wasn't. I was not fine. I know all about I'm still not fine. <laughs> the heat just radiating off the skin. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it, I tan pretty easy, but I mean, just a couple of days of tender skin. <laughs> That's like me. I could get sunburned and two days later I'm tan. Mm -hmm. And I get really dark. I just I'm blame really it on sick. the fact that I'm Mexican. <laughs> just because I'm Mexican. There you go. I know the thing they said, what, Thursday and Friday? It's going to be like 100 degrees here? Yeah, Thursday, Friday, or Friday, Saturday. But it's also supposed to rain. That just means it's going to be humid as hell. Yeah. In St. Louis. And I feel like you're wearing the air instead of breathing it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you walk outside, he's like, ah, moist. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you yeah. want to introduce yourself, Tori, and kind of tell everybody what you do? Yeah. I am, well, I'm Tori. <laughs> um, I am a, I don't know what you would call me, what, what category I would fit in, but I guess it would be more of a paranormal investigator, paranormal author-ish. Um, I've been involved in the paranormal for probably around 15 years, give or take, right around in there. Um, my books started probably three years ago, maybe two years ago, three years ago. Um, but yeah, in, in real life, I'm an ER nurse and a mom. So <laughs> that's me in a nutshell. Quite now, a busy uh, life. Yeah. Yeah. Now, don't you have yeah. like a, what, on TikTok, your name is? is Paranormal Tori. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, don't she do the 911? Oh, the help, the help desk. desk. You do the paranormal help desk. Yes. Yeah. The paranormal help desk. I started that probably. I said about... 911. I said 911. <laughs> I mean, it's. Kind she said of ER. Like... That's what she said. She <laughs> said I am not with it. 52. I mean, I turned 52 <laughs> yesterday. It's, I got an excuse. <laughs> you know, hey. I, I'm going to be 43. There's Steffi. Hey, Steffi. Stephanie. She's... Yeah. 
She's amazing. I love stuff. She's I love one of her my post best today. Friends. She's like, I'm done with summer. Yeah, it has the skeletons yeah. on them. <laughs> yeah. Um, Stephanie was a big part of um, the book that I just released. Um, I started taking orders for it hmm, probably about a week and a half ago ish. I'm t- terrible with timelines. Don't Same here. <laughs> don't hold me to them. Uh, but we were talking about um, the book series that I do, and um, We Are McIntyre Villa is actually a book outside of the norm for me, and it was a challenge. Um, I kind of had to figure out a new layout to to facilitate what I was going for. Um, I can talk about the book a little bit so that people kind of know, I guess, if nobody's familiar with um, the books. And Maud, yes, these are my first books. I have McIntyre is my seventh one. And I'm working on We Are Rock Island YMCA. That's going to be my next one. And that one's going to be a challenge as well. I'm going to have to figure out an alternate layout. I begged Zach to take pictures for me while he was there. So Zach will be in the book. Yeah. (laughs) Zach is in McIntyre. I was going to say, we'll be his first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Zach is in McIntyre. He takes amazing pictures, just FYI. So um, this is We Are Malvern Manor. I did a complete revamp. But the point of these books is... Um, Like I met Josh Hurd probably back in, I want to say it was 2019 at the Kansas City Paracon. That's where I met him. Um, And he is the, he calls it chief bottle washer and curator of the manor (laughs) is what he calls it. But he's Mr. Malvern, pretty much. If you book a night with Malvern Manor, that's who you're going to talk to. He's an amazing dude. Um, But the first time that I ever stepped foot in the manor, I asked him, uh, do you know how many people died here? And he's like, "Hmm, that's kind of a good question. I have no idea. Um, So I started doing research on the location just for my knowledge, because I feel like spirits are kind of like people. And while they are people, I mean, they're not kind of like people, they are people. And if, if you're communicating with somebody, to me, it helps to know kind of like a background or Um, or or anything about that person that would facilitate conversation to facilitate conversation between the living and the dead. I'm a, I'm a history nerd. I'm a nerd in general. I love research. That's kind of my thing. Um, But I started looking into um, the people that died at Malvern Manor. And I came up with Today, as of today, we're just shy of 200 names, 200 people that I can 100% prove died at that build in that building. Um, So I had that research for a very long time. And then I was talking to Josh and I said, you know what, what if we could just share this with somebody, you know, to help people that come and, you know, people always ask about, you know, who died, how many, because I think that people associate with like the number of people that died in a location with how haunted it might be. And that's not necessarily true, but it's not necessarily false either. I mean, it's the paranormal. We don't know if we did know we wouldn't be doing this. (laughs) That's kind of part of the appeal in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So what we did um, is I took all of the names that I got um, and I made this kind of like a paranormal 
investigator's best friend. That's what I wanted it to be. And I, I thought to myself, how would I want a book about a location? What would I want in it? And how would I want it to be laid out? So in these books, um, they're in alphabetical order by first name, because typically whenever you get um, a name, when you're communicating via SB7, whatever, spirit bot, whatever your, your jam is, you usually get a first name. So they're in alphabetical order by first name, and there's indexes in the back that puts them in alphabetical order by last name, by month of death, and by year of death. And it tells you what page, um, if you're going through, I don't know, like the 1950s, and you're like, oh, these are all the people that died in 1950s. These are the only people that I want to talk to. It'll tell you what page they're on so that you can find their stuff. In this, um, I have... Um, anything that I could think of that would be useful, um, useful information. So there's a lot of death announcements. There's, um, in some cases, not in, not in We Are Malvern Manor, um, because I'll tell, I'll tell you why in a second, but, um, there's no death certificates in this, in this book, but I went through and I found everything that I could. So there's pictures of people. It has pictures of their find graves their tombstones that they had one, their death announcements, obituaries, anything that I could find. Um, Edinburgh Manor has um, a bunch of death certificates in there. Um, death wow. certificates have a lot of information on them, actually. It tells you um, the, the time they died. It tells you um, where they died, the date. It tells you where they were buried at. It tells you what mortuary they went to, who signed off on the body. It tells you a lot of information. Um, probably one of the most interesting things on a death certificate is the fact that it lists the cause of death, which a lot of people, I mean, let's just be honest, we have morbid curiosity. I'm just as bad as the next guy. Because, you know, whenever somebody dies and what's the first word that, well, what happened? Because mm -hmm. we want to know because we're just weird like that, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's a natural curiosity. Yeah. Um, this one is Edinburgh Manor, which is also in Iowa. Now, Iowa is kind of a weird state. Um, it allows death certificates to be released to the public after they've been gone for 75 years. So the cutoff for that is around 1945, right in there. So if they haven't been dead for 75 years, their death certificate is not considered public domain. Malvern Manor, a majority of their deaths took place um, 1955 and after. So I had no death certificates for this one, unless someone posted them on online, which nobody typically does. I don't know why anybody would, but yeah. um, so I didn't have anything on there. Also, um, in these books, we have resident spirit sheets and resident spirit sheets. Are, these are the re these are the spirits that interact typically the most. Um, whenever you go to a location, this one is Jeff. Jeff is the practical joker. He likes to burp in people's ears and things like that. So the resident spirit sheets tells you what you can expect from the spirit that you're interacting with and where you can find them from the front door. If you've never been there, it will tell you how to get there. Um, let's see. We also have interesting news sections. I have picture sections in there. Um, these are all from when it was a nursing home. Um, historical photos, anything that I can find that is relevant to the location. 
So that's what you can find in these books. <laughs> that's incredible. Can I be entered in this? <laughs> I was just, I'm sitting here thinking the same thing. I'm like, that is like the hand handbook of an yeah. investigator for a location. I mean, you're actually yeah. just like, you're telling them where to go to, to interact with this, this, this spirit. Yeah. And, stuff. and it's, that's really cool. I'm like, Dude, I'm really gonna watch yeah, right now. There's gonna, gonna be, be my, there's gonna be one on my coffee table. It's gonna be in my I backpack like, when I go there. Yeah, that's, that's pretty. That is cool. So, I mean, is it how long does it take you to write? So, Enberg was your first book, correct? Malvern was my first one. Oh, Malvern. The was research, your first, yeah. the research for Malvern was already done. It was actually done for a long time before I even came up with the idea of putting it in book format. And also another thing that I had thought of, um, just this is the research nerd in me and just because I'm a bookworm, I like to have tangible things like tangible books whenever I'm doing something. And we always have that problem whenever we have a soft uh, paperback version. It's yeah. kind of not, it looks not nice, helpful. But... Yeah, so the spiral version was designed for paranormal investigators so that you can use it. It looks, like, it it looks stays, like a notebook, too. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Little touch. so yeah. it stays open um, whenever you're using it. We have, um, in this particular book, depending on how long the books are, determines whether or not there's note sections in the back so that you can write notes on anything that you get. Um <laughs> It's like so cool. I mean, I, I, like I, I've never, obviously, we've never seen one of these before. So I just imagined it was just literally like a story, and that was it. I didn't, yeah, I that's did not imagine. When first, yeah, when you first came, <laughs> I was like, this. okay, explain how that book is. Is it just like yeah. a story? Is it research? But no. I mean, it's yeah. like uh, it's it reminds it's me a of guide the, for yeah. for that location for a paranormal. I it mean, is. I mean, just being an investigator, and for people that haven't been and stuff but just being an investigator that's like a roadmap like here you go go at it you're gonna have fun yeah, because field guide. this is what you, yeah a field guide that's what yeah. i was saying yeah that's like you know and then you can write in the book and like okay i've, I've interacted with this one so much and mm -hmm. you know that one mm -hmm. and everything yeah that's, that is cool and this was a research thing that i used in in my like when i was in college um I would put stuff in the lower right-hand corner so that when you're flipping through, let's say that you get the name, I don't know, Ed or something, and then you can just flip through and find where you're going without having to search on the page to find the name that you're looking for. So it's designed to be easy to use. Like I said, alphabetical order by first name. Um, and then like with the obituaries, like you can see, um, this is Cora. Um, you can see she went to school at Washington and Davis County and Box Elder in Mills County. Uh, she was married to Oscar in 1919 in Glenwood. Like then that to me facilitates communication. You'd be like, oh, well, I see that you were married to Oscar. Like, you know what I mean? It, it kind of gives you something to talk about because I feel like, you know, as, as a person, if a stranger is coming to talk to me and they know nothing about me, I'm not really going to be interested. Probably I'm going to yeah. think you're weird. And <laughs> I mean, that could go the other way too. They may be like, well, how does this guy know all this yeah. stuff about me? <laughs> Just sit so, but it, it's, it's more of, it's a personal type thing to get personal with the spirits. Yeah. And stuff. It gives I you mean, rapport. Right. And I mean, cause we go in there, I mean, you actually, no one buy this book. 
It's a cheat sheet. It's, <laughs> no, I'm just it joking. Is. It is because normally you walk in and you know nothing. Yeah. You hear like yeah. if you go to Melbourne, you hear Josh's, you know, his tour mm-hmm. or whatever he gets, and that's all you get. You have a book full of other things that probably Josh forgets about people that are not just, you know, or other spirits because I know you Melbourne's got its its big spirits, the mm-hmm. Shadow Man, Rebecca, you know, it's got mm-hmm. its certain, but mm-hmm. there there might be other spirits that people don't really talk to. Yeah. That mm-hmm. could be there and just be like, kind of like, yeah, here's my life. I'm still sitting on the side of the wall. No one wants to talk yeah. to me. Yeah. Oh, they're you just know? here to talk like, to the Shadow I can Man. Tell you, I can tell you for a fact that um there's been a lot of times where people have done um investigations have gotten a name that's been in this book and have gotten communication because of this book i well not because of this book but they the information it, it, yeah yeah it helped them they were like oh are you frank so-and-so or are you frank so-and-so and um you get intelligent responses um my friend kat um armstrong she helped me with we are Edinburgh manor um i had to do a, a revamp of that one um, I had to re- replace the cover. Uh, I don't know where the new one is. Um, but she she wrote a foreword in this book, um, and she helped me a lot. And before I do these books, I ask how many people they get. Um, how many people do they say on tours if somebody were to ask? And my goal is to find more than that. Um, Edinburgh Manor, Edinburgh, 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 however you say it. I just say it however it comes off my tongue that day. I don't have a special way. <laughs> that's my that's um, my word because you always make fun of my words. That's my word. They come off any day. And I want to say she told me like 180 something. Don't quote me on that. But I ended up finding like 234. Wow. Um, at Edinburgh. It, it'll tell you in the front. I'm just not going to take the time to look for it simply because. Can you um, tell? Can you I'm, tell everybody what Edinburgh was? It was a poor farm. It was an okay. old poor farm. Um, people that aren't familiar with poor farms, uh, poor farms have a special place in my heart. Um, if you actually were to go through this book and um, read like obit- some of the obituaries in here, some of them didn't even get, um, let me see. Um, let me see if I can find an example of one. Um, poor farms, poor farms basically were the government's welfare back in the day, a very crude form of welfare. Poor farms uh, re- were required by the government. Every county had one. They were typically around 150 acres or larger, depending on the population that they had to take care of. And it was kind of a self-sustaining community. They farmed their own um, beef, um, their own pig, did their own chickens, grew their own fruit trees, farmed their own vegetables, all of that stuff. And they basically took all of those things and they fed the people that lived on the poor farm with them. Now, they didn't, um, they didn't, um, sorry, my kiddo came in. <laughs> it just kind of threw me off. Um, they, they weren't really well taken care of, I wouldn't say. Um, The poor farms were for people that were handicapped in whatever manner that may be. It may be physically, it may be mentally. They commonly called them the deaf and dumb. Um, That's what they would label them. Um, For your um, 
old older people, your senior citizens that had strokes or whatever and could no longer get around um, were bedridden. They went to the poor farm because they were unable to take care for themselves. Um, sometimes um, in poor farms, you will see people live their entire lives there from childhood all the way into old age until they died because they were um, mentally handicapped and, and out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. So the only people that they knew for in some of these cases were the people within the walls of that institution. And that's what they knew as family. Um, so because of that, um, the poor farm was responsible because they were kind of the government's problem, I guess. Because of that, the county was responsible for feeding them, clothing them, doctoring them, and burying them when they died. So poor farms typically had cemeteries. Today, a lot of poor farm cemeteries are un, un, unkempt, um, like Edinburgh, I think, is one of those. We don't even know where it is. Same with Randolph County Infirmary. Um, but sometimes this is all somebody would get when they died. That was okay. it. A whole lot yeah. of yeah. paragraph. Um, sometimes yeah. um, there's, I know there's a few in here that um, this, this is all I could find. I knew that the poor farm documents that I found um, said that they died there. Um, and then they, and this is all that I could find. This is a, a picture from their find a grave. Um, so also with my books, when I'm doing this research, if they don't have a find a grave, I create one for them. And if they have outdated information with no dates or anything like that, I upload all of that. I upload all of their newspaper articles, all of their death certificates. I upload all of it so that if by chance somebody was looking for them that was related that they'd be able to find them wow. so i do do all that it's not only just making well. making the book but giving that yeah. uh not that, to, that that person their their history yeah. not to interrupt but uh so is there one place everybody can buy books we need to put it up just in case someone has to go and they're not in the mm -hmm. full thing i here. typically you can buy all of my books at the lulu bookstore um if you order from the lulu bookstore you will get a uh, paperback version of the book because they will not allow me to sell spiral editions. Um, I have links if you go to my Facebook because I'm lazy and I haven't created a web page yet. <laughs> um, you can inbox me and I can send you a link to PayPal. I have them on my Facebook. Um, if you order through the Facebook link, it, or excuse me, the PayPal link, they're typically about $5 cheaper. And they are all spiral edition. That's what you would be ordering a spiral edition. And they all come signed with free shipping. Um, these books typically, um, like I said, they're, they're eight and a half by 11. Big print. So you can see what you're reading in the dark, hopefully, or with like a little teensy headlamp or whatever you got going on. <laughs> um, but that is that is the goal is to help facilitate the communication between the living and the dead. And I like memorializing the dead because their lives matter. You know, I sound like a commercial, but it's true. Oh, and it's true because <laughs> a lot of those people that I mean, I mean, we've been doing this for years, you do it for years, we got plenty of, you know, investigation mm -hmm. time. These people are forgotten. Of these mm -hmm. you go to these places and you're like man these people are treated like this or you know they were just forgotten mm -hmm. or i mean mm -hmm. can you imagine i mean we've gone waverly how many people do you think were just 
sent there and no one knows anything about them. Thousands. Thousands. Right. You know. Um, the biggest... it... Oh, go on. No, I was going to say the biggest one that I've done thus far is Asylum 49. This is one book of um, four, five that I have to do. I still have four more waiting in the flanks. There was over a thousand people that died at Asylum 49. I think it was like 1,200 if I'm remembering correctly. This is at? just the children. This It's in Tuella, Utah. Okay. Still um, to be investigated? This, uh-huh. Yeah, it's a bookable venue. Wow. Um, but cool. one of the coolest experiences that I've, that I've had, and I, I mean, I've done it before, but this is um, one of my favorites. Um, I didn't ask about really any of the resident spirits or anything like that. And... Um, like I said, this is the children's portion. So everybody the ages 18 and under is who's in this book. So um, I came forward with this um, girl named Sarah Crawford. And she was a seven-year-old girl. Um, I got lots of death certificates from here. Um, she died, um, or I'm sorry, she wasn't seven. She was 11. And she died on July 12th, which is coming up in 1959. And she died from a fractured skull from a rollover accident that she was in with her, with her parents. Um, she's one of their resident spirits there. Sarah Grace is her name. And that to me is exciting. She's not even from there. She, she was from, um, Silver Springs, Maryland is where she was from and her family was on vacation and then they got into a car accident and they, and they, and she died um, at the hospital um, after they took her to the hospital to get treatment. Um, but she is one of their resident spirits and she had a twin sister. I remember this so vividly. She had a twin sister and then that, that survived that car accident. Um, wow. And this is kind of the same, uh, this, this is the same layout. Um, if I could find pictures, I found pictures. Um, let me see. There's this cutie patootie in here. I gotta find him, cause he's so cute. He's so stinking cute. Sorry, I was posting the links to the, um, the website, but no, also no. Um, uh, the Facebook page as well. Uh, that oh, way people can you. click it directly in the chat. Yeah, I'm super easy, super easy to to get a hold of. I typically answer everyone fairly quickly. Um, if I don't, it's because I'm sleeping because I'm a night shifter, <laughs> and then I usually get to you whenever I whenever I wake up. Um, there is another story in this book, and that's the thing about these books as well that I kind of love. I I, I have a love hate relationship with it, but I um. There's little Easter eggs in here. If you read through all of the information and you start connecting your own dots, you will see um, like Malvern Manor, for example, you will see a man who moved in there with his wife. His wife ultimately ended up passing away at Malvern Manor. And then he married another resident of Malvern Manor. He got married to her and then he died um, in Malvern Manor, and then she ultimately ended up moving to another nursing home. Oh, wow. You will see where um, people were 
pallbearers for each other. They um, were friends. Um, they have a singer. Um, what was her name? Chantry was her last name, but um, she was she went and she sang for the residents uh, prior to her ever being a resident herself. Ultimately, ended up going into the nursing home where she died there. And there is a singer at Malvern Manor that that sings a lot um, there. If you if you can get her to, I can't find the little cutie patootie I was talking about, but um, oh, there he is. Oh, and he cute shit. <laughs> All smiles. Oh, yeah. So also in this particular book, um, there was a girl. Oh gosh. I ended up putting her mother's death certificate in, in this book because it was important for me to do so. And she's in the interesting news section. But her um, her daughter ended up passing away from what I think was muscular dystrophy. It was it was a genetic um, it was a genetic condition that she had. Um, yeah, Deborah. Uh, Deborah Deborah Harris. And then two weeks after that, she lost her little two-year-old son. Um, she lost him 28 days after that. And then three years later, she committed suicide. Wow. So that's her right there with her death certificate. Um, so yeah, uh, that's, that is my books in a very long nutshell. So you have, <laughs> so you have four books now. I have yeah, seven. Oh, you have seven. Okay. Uh-huh. I have. Oh, we are. <laughs> I have. We are Malvern Manor. I have. We are Edinburgh Manor. I have. We are Malvern Manor News, which this this was the second book that that I did, and this is every um, every news article pertaining to Malvern Manor because I had no idea I was going to keep doing books at this point. So. This is all the news articles pertaining. There's babies that were born there, marriages, funerals, fires, um, accidents, all of that is in this book. Um, and like I said, I didn't know I was going to continue doing books. Um, and then Edinburgh came. Randolph County Infirmary. This is the only book you cannot get in a spiral because it is so gigantic. This is when I learned. That's going to be her YMCA book. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> um, this is when I learned to split books. That is why Asylum 49 is in. Is going to be in five different books. YMCA is going to be a 10 doc, 10 doc book series. Yeah. Um, when I talked to the guy for Randolph County Infirmary, they told me um, they thought about 250. I'm like, okay, I found 501. Oh, so <laughs> that is like encyclopedias you see on like Looney Tunes where yeah. it's like, it's going to be like that big. <laughs> yeah. Giant, wow. giant book. That is cool. So yeah. how long basically does it take you to write one book? Six, at least at the minimum six months. Um, I would months. say six to 12. I didn't really, um, I didn't really pay attention to how long it took me. Um, the research part is what takes the most time, but also I work night shift and when my ER is not busy, then I can do research. So there's times where I sat and did research for 12 hours at a whack 
because we didn't have any patients. So um, I would say six months, maybe, maybe 12 um, with putting it all together in book format. And then how long, how many times do you think you visit a location? Um, I've never been to Edinburgh, which I, my first trip is in November. Um, I've never been to Randolph County Infirmary. I've never been to Asylum 49. Um, basically, Malvern and McIntyre are the only two that I've been to out of the, the books that I've done. So and basically everything else is just research and i mean that's uh -huh. the, like that's the crazier part it's not just like a little you know 15 well, yeah, like she didn't book. go there and yeah, get something it's... she's actually researched and it's all documented mm -hmm. and it's legit it's not hearsay and stuff. right yeah i will right. not put a name in a book if i cannot 100 percent prove that they died there malvern manor alone i have a list of 60 names that i'm i'm 90 certain died there but it doesn't say that anywhere so yeah. they're not included so oh, cool. technically, I mean, I got probably the lion's share of them. Probably more, most definitely, I didn't get all of them in every book. There's no way, especially with like your poor farms and stuff. Because um, a lot of the times the logs don't exist anymore of who came in, who went out, who died, you know. So, yeah, it's pretty much the lion's share. But that was pretty much my format for all of my books. And then, then we have McIntyre Villa. <laughs> that um, place. <laughs> McIntyre Villa is the smallest one I've done so far. Um, I've got, I want to say it's 139 pages right in there. Um, there's been nine deaths there, which isn't a lot compared to obviously what I'm used to. However, um, that's a lot for a 5,000 square foot house that was yeah. used as a home. Um, one of the biggest things was a lot of the stories that, that came out of that place. And um, there, there was some Easter eggs in there um, as far as, you know, speculation and, and that kind of thing. We have um, little Alice McIntyre. When you guys were on the live, you remember when you guys were up in the attic and I'm like, did you have anything to do with little Alice's death? So little Alice McIntyre is a 10-year-old girl that appeared on the 1870 census. And it appears that she is the daughter of John and Alice McIntyre, who were the original builders of McIntyre Villa back in 1889, I think, or 88, something like that. I get all my stuff gets messed up. I mean, I would imagine I dealing with all the dates and everything else <laughs> kind of just like goes together. Um, it does. It does. Um, but she disappears after the 1870 census and in their obituaries, they list nothing about um, her in their obituaries. They said that um, they had no living children. They had no children. Like they never had them. So Alice disappears. Um, from the census completely, which is really kind of uncommon. <clears throat> it's usually pretty common for people not to mention like stillbirths in, the, in their obituaries. They don't tip it. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. It's understandable if they don't miscarriages, things like that. But this little girl, <laughs> yeah, we're going to find her. <laughs> we're still looking for little Alice. We cannot find her anywhere. Um. She, um, 
but she's 10 years old in 1870 and she she had established a life and a legacy and she is she is gone we have no idea what happened to her it's crazy so but it, it kind of goes crazy. into that theory and a little bit and there was a theory about um how they would perform um illegal abortions in the basement there was <clears throat> there was a um i i guess speculation is what you could call it stories rumors whatever you want to whatever you want to call that but i can prove um in the book there's no proof that that ever took place there but i can show a connection between john mcintyre and some of the buildings he he owns that would be what we call today as OBGYN clinics and things like that, that dealt with babies. So there is a connection that he had connection with doctors that did things like that. Mm -hmm. Well, that took care of babies because um, abortion was illegal in the United States until Roe versus Wade. And I, I want to say it was like 1970 something. So obviously this is way before then with the exception of like extreme circumstances. Um, but yeah, so back then they would have been illegal if they were doing them for sure. So yeah, there's some Easter eggs in there that we kind of talk about lots of historical photographs, um, some Zach photographs. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Aww. Make me blush. Oh, look at you. <laughs> um, <laughs> One thing that I did do that was new for McIntyre Villa is I asked for photo submissions for evidence. And there is a lot of really cool evidence in there that people submitted. I'm excited for yeah, people to see. Amount of groups that go through there, mm -hmm. just the different types. And it would also be interesting to see how many of those like connect. You know, one group goes there in like March, gets something, but another group goes in like July mm -hmm. and they kind of to get that same whether it's a evp or an image or anything like that mm -hmm. kind of connecting there is um i i got a photograph i got some pictures that were submitted by stephanie that she's like these were caught on my security cameras or whatever and i also got a photograph from another person um that was taken several years prior to that um that had the same blob in it so you can see connections and mm -hmm. things that people were catching, which I think is awesome. Yeah. And there's also a forward in the book by somebody that investigated McIntyre Villa prior to it ever becoming a paranormal venue for open for um, booking. Oh, nice. So the people that lived there obviously thought that it was haunted um, and had a team come in and investigate it. And that guy wrote a forward for me. Oh, nice. That's so, cool, yeah. You should have still shot of the shadow figure that we saw captured. You know, and I just thought about the that the other day. I was like, why didn't I not send that in? Yeah, that was a cool. Oh, shadow. you should have. Yeah, it was a shadow peeking around that in the living room there in that the front, front door, that yeah. front door area. Oh, stuff, I would yeah. have loved it. I know. Yeah, he caught it by accident. It was a cool thing. Is that? Yeah, it, he was just painting in the room and really didn't. You know, well, it's it stemmed because the whole night we were talking, we were giving Doug shit. Like, you're gonna go up in the attic alone. And we didn't think he would actually do it. So I set up my camera and went to go hand it to him. He goes to take it and he's like, well, wait, where's my phone? I want to take my phone just in case. And at that point we were like joking around with them. So he handed the camera back and I went to go, we were in that dining room area. So mm -hmm. I panned back around towards the front. I guess that would be like the parlor area. 
towards the front door. And I think I was also testing out my light because that was the first time brightness wise or whatever. So I turned around and at the door, you can see the shadow standing there. And then like, I don't recognize it. So I move into the room and it, you could see it peek around and then go back like, oh, it, you know, he sees me or something. And wow. I, like, I, I don't even know. I went back to review that footage because I was going to add it in like a TikTok or something. And it, mm -hmm. it played a little longer. And that's when I was like, wait a minute, was that just what I think it is? And yeah, sure enough. Well, if you guys get anything it. for YMCA, when you guys go through all of your stuff, oh, I'm yeah. going to do the same thing with YMCA. I'll give you a little book spoiler here of mm. something that's in the book, a submitted photo, probably one of the most epic photos I've ever seen of a ghost in my entire life. Um, this was submitted by Brian Polson. Um, in this, uh, in the book, along with their submitted photos, they kind of tell you, they kind of set the scene for you, set the mood. This is who was there. This is what we were doing. This is how this image got caught. But this is a picture that he caught. Oh, look at the yeah. eyes. Yeah, crazy. you can see his feet. Um, yeah. From what I remember, he was sitting in the little kid's room on the second floor. So he is over by the library door. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because so, I could see like the little, the... Oh, the way the hallway goes. Yeah, how the hallways goes on. Yeah, Isn't that like epic? That <laughs> and one yeah. of the things that is crazy to me is look how tall he is. Yeah, that's not a that's not a kid. That's for sure. Did she say there's a tall shadow? I don't remember. There, that. there is one at Malvern Manor. The shadow. But I thought she. I thought she said there was tall. a shadow at McIntyre. No, that was ain't that YMCA. No. This, no, that was, no, uh, this was no, that's McIntyre. Yeah, McIntyre. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But oh, okay, that's McIntyre. Oh, dude, if that's taken outside of the kids' room, well, that's he was sitting in the kids' room. That I was know, down but that's hallway. what I'm saying. What did I wake up to at McIntyre? Oh yeah. Did you see glowing eyes? <laughs> I didn't see glowing eyes. But did you, you just heard quickly the story shut your eyes. <laughs> Other night we spent the night. I slept uh -huh. there, and I woke up to that big. Black shadow reaching over to grab my shoulders. Oh, that I would have pooped. 100%. I did. Well, I was never in a full <laughs> sleep. I was like in a REM sleep. I could never like fully sleep because we were cold wow. too. So, yeah. and I just happened to roll over and I, I thought I was dreaming and I look up and there was a big black shadow like reaching down, like grab my did shoulders. Did he look like that? I, I can't remember. You know, I just remember him being, and I screamed like yelped like a girl. Like, you know, and I went back to sleep, and I thought it was a dream. I would have paid. I would have paid money to hear that. <laughs> I, I thought it was a dream. I was like, oh, man, I had a bad dream last night. And Doug wakes up and goes, dude, what happened to you? He goes, you screamed like a girl and scared the crap. I'm like, you didn't even come check on me. You just stayed in your back. <laughs> he was He's about. like, I just stayed underneath my covers. Yeah. Because you're like, the canary. He's like, yeah. screw that. If he's, I'm going to hide. As soon as he said that, I was like. Damn, that wasn't a dream. I was like, that really happened. The crazy part about yeah. that, though, is then whoever that was or whatever that was either floated or stepped over Madison and I just to get to you. Had all the well, chances in the world. Shadow, it could just, you know. Yeah. But um, that would be that tall. Like in that picture, that's how about how tall and how big. I didn't really get wow. to see a face, but I remember like the size of it being just big. And yeah. Yeah, well, I, was, I mean, that I thing was like, is whenever monstrous. you saw it, did you just pull the covers back up? Like, nope, it's not there. I just screamed and kind of just closed my eyes and went back to sleep, I guess. I thought it was, like I said, I thought it was a dream. Yeah.
And yeah. I was like, so tilt. The, the whole story is in there. And I can't remember if he actually saw that with his eyes or if he just saw that like in the camera. I don't, I don't remember. I will vouch for big walking around up there. <laughs> well, I guess that, that kind of leads to the glowing eyes. If, you, if that was a camera, that's crazy though, mm-hmm. that it's that far away and his eyes are glowing. Yeah. Like he is dead on looking like Adam. <laughs> yeah. There's no doubt. I've yeah. been like, oh, no, no scream like a girl again, I guess. I've been like, oh, yeah. come on, dude, I saw you ready. That's a that's, yeah. that's a crazy thing, though, is like a lot of the times we don't, in that moment, we don't ever realize what we're looking at or what we captured. It's not until later. But there's mm-hmm. going to be a point in time where I'm sure you, I, somebody on, on our team is going to be taking a photo and it's going to be right there. And I just want to make sure that I'm filming in that instance <laughs> <laughs> to get that reaction. Yeah, and that's that's another thing that was kind of odd about the photograph. And, you know, like, I'm not, I'm not, people are either going to believe it or, or they're not. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not here to argue that this is what he submitted. It looks legit to me. But yeah, the reflection in mm-hmm. the eyeballs, like where his yeah. eyes would be. And it's like, it's perfectly spaced and everything. It's not like it's yeah. to me. I mean, to me, it's not questionable. Like those are those are eyes. Yeah, maybe that, maybe that was me, the thing. I don't know. And the shape of the head and everything, like everything yeah. is, you can clearly make out everything that's there. To me, know. in a way, like this part right here looks wonky, like he's off kilter or something. The, like the neck, like where the head yeah. is, it looks yeah. almost like it's like the body is there, but the head is a little like skewed yeah, to the like, right or left or whatever it is. And, but I mean, you, you know, can still I'm, make out I'm everything. Just saying, you know, there there was a suicide up there, and he was shot in the head. That is like crazy. he shot himself in the head. But yeah, that's that's yeah. probably one of the most epic pictures I've seen. And his torso looks super short too yeah. Yeah. to me. Like it, long legs, short torso. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it looks like he's kind of like like real tall, like he's leaning forward with the head. Yeah. I mean, everybody. Yeah. Kenny said, I uh, wonder how loud Doug would scream if he saw that. <laughs> uh, Jessica said, that's terrifying, that image. I would have yeah. needed one of Kenny's extra pair of underwear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would have at least sharted like, at the minimum. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it would have been a little little off. Uh, Andrew Nikki said, can we reenact that scream again? <laughs> no. It's a once in a lifetime. You're not going to hear it too much. Philip is on here. Man. Phil, hey, Philly. Um, Man Madison said are the best. That's why I get bad energy right in that walkway. And she don't like it right there yeah. in front of that. And yeah, Jess also Stephanie doesn't either. Off. Stephanie doesn't either. She is not a second floor fan. Um, so I, catching up here um, to some of these chats, there were a couple questions before. Mm-hmm. Um, where was it? I know Andrew Niki had a few. Um, and she just said that's a great way to explain them. And thanks for the additional history. You're welcome. I think she asked where, um, and then that was referring to the Edinburgh Manor, uh, where that um, is located. Edinburgh is located in Scotch Grove, Iowa. And, and it I, is a bookable venue. Yeah, I, we just talked to the guy this weekend, said something about Edinburgh. Oh, there we go. And she says that it gets booked up so fast that she starts taking reservations October 31st. And yeah, Stephanie's yeah. like, it, it books up so quick. 
And even yeah. like they said, there's no heat or no air conditioning. And even in the winter time, it's booked all the way up that people. Oh man, mm-hmm. I'd much rather book or I'd book. Like I'm booking locations. I'd damn. Sorry. I'd much rather <laughs> investigate. I'd much rather investigate a location in the winter and like not have heater AC because I can put more jackets on and everything else. Right. Sweating my ass off like we did in Beatty. Man, that is not fun. That's Edinburgh for anybody that's not familiar. Oh wow. Uh, that looks that's just what like, it looks like. It kind of looks like Ashmore too. Yeah, yeah. Ashmore like, Estates is also an old poor farm. Yeah, we go th- we go there in uh, September. We've nice. been there too. I'm, I'm going here for my first time in November. I'm meeting a cat invited me to go, so I'm very excited. Um, very very excited. Um, one of the pictures. These are all pictures taken by cat beans. Go lay down. Sorry, my dog. His name is Beans. <laughs> <laughs> Um, one of the pictures that she took, um, if I can find it here, have you been to Edinburgh? Did you say? No. No. Mm-hmm. no. Um, this one. We're going to try. This is a picture that she submitted. This was a former padded room because they also kept psych patients there. And you can see up here that there's still, um, there's still a cage up here where they wow. locked them in. Oh man! Yeah, I don't know if you can see that. I'm horrible at this lining up thing. Oh, I can see. Yeah, I can see it. But yeah, you can see it up here. Um, It's still the the cage top where they locked them in up there. Yeah, this is kind of. I mean, gives you an idea of kind of what the inside looks like. Um, It's pretty dilapidated, pretty much. Um. Not as bad as Blossom House. Yeah. Cat sent this picture, and it's so funny to me because I commented on it, and she's like, "Yeah, the fan still works." Um, this right here, the ceiling fan. Oh, all droopy. All droopy yeah. too. Yeah. How yeah. many of those we've seen? <laughs> yeah, it's just spinning all up, like, hitting everybody in the head. Tank so low. Why is it though? I, I, you have to say though. I've been into multiple places, and I guess after a while, the ceiling fans get so old that they just oh, yeah, they all man. droop. You think about like, like not having heat and AC, and it just sitting. Yeah, in that, yeah. I'm like at ISS, yeah. they all droop. Yeah. They all look like they're flower, like you know, palm trees. MSP, yeah, in that auditorium area. Yeah, MSP is the same way. Yeah, it's like yeah. they're all those droopy fans. Yeah, creep <laughs> um, pre- pre- value to the pictures. So Andrew Nikki yeah. said, "What resources do you use to research?" I use a ton. I go through newspapers.com, newspaperarchives.com, ancestry.com, genealogybank.com, familysearch.org. What else? I uh, utilize Find a Grave. Um, I talk to historical societies. I make phone calls. Um, I talk to libraries. Um, If, um, like Edinburgh, for example, is 12 hours or eight hours from me. If there was something that I needed at a library to be picked up, then I would call Kat and she would go do that for me. She was kind of like my eyes and ears and she would send me the things that I asked for. Um, any any research that you had to get in person, sometimes with like historical societies, if they do have the logs, that's not something that they will copy for you. It's something that you can come and look at if you want to. So you know, like Kat was my person for that. I had one, uh, one person that I talked to, 
um, at Randolph County Infirmary that did all of that for me, that all the running and sending me files and all of that stuff. So I go through a ton, uh, Google, um, Oh, what else? Um, I look at U.S. census records. Some of these books have census records in them. I show, um, I'm pretty sure Edinburgh does. Um, but yeah, everything that I can find on a location goes in there. And I I will look everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Crazy. And I think you have a, a full-time job and you have kids to take care of? Yeah. Like some of those death certificates, um, they were not easy to find because a lot of the times, like on the poor farms, especially the names that they had written in the book was not the correct spelling or name sometimes. And I would I would go through like death certificates by year for a span of, I don't know, 50 years. Um, well, in the U.S., they started keeping death certificates right around 1899, in some cases 1904, depending on the state, <clears throat> and they would go all the way up to 1945. And I would <clears throat> look at death certificates by county for one year, and I would go through each and every one of them and look at where they died and where they were buried at. And I did that from 1899 all the way up to 1945, or as as far as I could get. Man. It took hours and hours. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, man, I don't know the last time I actually sat down and read like a full book, but I am excited to. Uh, <laughs> I'm read now. I, was just gonna, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, man, I always fall asleep when I read the book. I'm like, <laughs> this is something I'm totally going to like. I mean, I was excited before, but it's like seeing all this and the amount of, of time and and history that you've gone through and everything else like that it is now you want to go back to your ymca and take better pictures don't you 100 percent, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel like i'm letting um, you down you know a lot <laughs> that's of, a lot of be, that's people a tough... don't know that these books exist and you know i i will tell you a hundred percent i have spent more money making these books than i have ever um than i've ever made off of them i don't really make I actually am probably in the hole if I'm honest, you know, every, every site that I look at, there are subscription fees that I pay every month. And when you're looking at four months worth of research, that's four months of fees with um, four different websites so that you can get the information that you need to get. Cause none of it's free. And I don't, the way that I see it is um, maybe someday somebody who had, a grandma that was in Edinburgh Manor will see this book and they'll be like, oh, well, her name's in there. And they will have access to all of the information that, I mean, I feel like any, anybody should be able to have this for free. I don't feel like people should charge for that. That's just my opinion, though. Yeah. Um, you know, family is important. And, and I always I always feel like somewhere out there, somebody is looking for one of these people. I can um, imagine. Yeah. I mean, there's gotta be somebody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I hope that somebody, and, and I hope that when I'm dead someday, somebody will do this for me so that my I was just thinking great, that great, great, great thing. grandkids <laughs> can, can just find gonna... my stuff, you know? Yeah. I hope I have more than just one paragraph. That's <laughs> <Yeah. all> <laughs> Here lies Dan. Here lies Dan. He was on a, he's maybe right. I have a list yeah. of enemies, but at least I don't have a paragraph. He's all right. Yeah, he's all right. <laughs> He's all good yeah. Kind of guy. Yeah. Um, so, and I honestly love doing them. I love I it. I can't. I'm like, you I'm, can tell it's uh, like 
spending that amount of time to do something mm-hmm. you have that, that you're that you're passionate about and seeing mm-hmm. the outcome is is pretty it's not just like a, a job where you're mm-hmm. clocking in clocking out to do it so i so, love doing it so do people get in touch with you to write a book about their place or do you ask a person i was just getting ready to say that was one oh. of uh, andrew nikki's comments Sorry. actually no you're good that was um, i am always i am always forever scouting locations um, but actually the way that Edinburgh Manor came about was I was doing a book release with Josh at Malvern Manor um, with We Are Malvern Manor. Um, it was an event that was taking place and we were selling books and Kat approached me and she said, I wish somebody would do this for Edinburgh Manor. And that is how that book was born. Um Rock Rock Island YMCA, same kind of deal. Um, Candy approached me and asked about doing a book for them. And that's that's where that came from. Um, Randolph County Infirmary, I selected on my own. Um, another very good friend of mine suggested Asylum 49, because that is a place that he frequents. And um, so that is how that happened. But I always ask for permission before I ever do a book. I don't need permission um, because all of this is public domain. This is something that anyone can find that has a computer. I just put it in book format, organized chaos, so to speak. Um, (laughs) But I, I just feel like it's the right thing to do is to ask for permission before you know releasing a book about a location so i'm quite upset with josh he should have a copy of that sitting out for people to be able to use when they come to melbourne (laughs) i worked very close with josh on that um with that book i we i was always sending him hey look at this like he he knows everything that's in that book um he's he knows Thank He's you. Got that smooth voice. That. Yeah. He's got that whiskey yeah. cigarette voice. He's got that smooth radio voice. Uh, voice like butter. Yeah, your dedication is. And incredible. he's such a cool dude. Um, she also says libraries may be able to help help you with the subscriptions. Ancestry.com, for example, uh, is accessible for free at psychic CPL locations. Did I say that right? Hmm. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Um, that's something that I would look, I would definitely look into. However, the only downside to that is finding time to actually go to the library because a lot of my research takes place when I'm at, when I'm at work, um, when I'm home, especially during the summertime, this is, this is a very hard time for me to be able to do any kind of research because, you know, my, my youngest is eight years old and, uh, it's, it's hard to find the time to do that. Uh, Andrew Nikki, she's going to know because she's actually a librarian for uh, schools. I call her Andrew Nikki. I don't know. Yeah, why. that's, that's Andrew, how I know her. Andrew Nikki, I know <laughs> sorry. her. Andrew Nikki, sorry. Uh, Maud, yeah, Maud or whatever, but she's a librarian. So that's probably why she nice. gets all the great information and stuff. You two should hook oh, up. She can I be mean, a research yeah. guru. That was that was her other yeah. oh. librarians are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there I you love go. it. Um, how would you feel if we put your books on our website? I'm completely okay with that. If you right. if you want to, I'm I am okay with it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I I, I enjoy the book. I mean, I just can't wait because. 
they're really cool. I mean, from a paranormal investigator yeah. side yeah. of myself, that's so much information for us to use at our fingertips and stuff like that and and stuff. And you've been on our TikToks and you've been yeah. supporting yeah. us and following us. So it's the only way for us to pay it forward to you. Is, what was it to help you? McIntyre, right? Was when was that mm-hmm. McIntyre across our lives? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Our first I'm, one, February 4th, too. Yeah. I am all I am all about supporting. I'm not I'm not a gatekeeper. I'm not one of those people. I I love supporting teams. I love um, I just love the paranormal in general, and I will do whatever I can to help people succeed. I mean, I I like seeing other people win too. You know what I mean? So and speaking of winning, <laughs> Tori, yeah. do you want to announce what oh, you're going to yeah. do? Yes, I am going to give away a free copy of We Are McIntyre Villa tonight. So all you have everyone. to do, if you want, I'm not forcing everybody to take the book, so we're not putting everybody's name in. If you are interested in winning a copy tonight, please just comment book and the thing, and I will add your name to the spinning wheel, and we'll spin the wheel and give that away. So if you're interested in winning the book, just comment book down there so we know. Because I don't want to give something away if someone's not, you know, yeah. they're like, yeah. oh, I don't know if I want that in my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes, I want the whole stack. I'm going to put bookmarks. It's going to my chip. It's going to my fireplace. That's going to be in my books. I'm going to put it in my Frankenstein backpack. I yeah, just got to carry it around with me. <laughs> the only, the only thing that I, I think the only thing that I would ever ask of anyone is if they have one of my books, leave an Amazon review. Um, Because a lot of people, like you said, you thought, oh, well, this is like uh, like a novel type book. A lot of people don't know what's in these. And that's why I like doing podcasts to be able to explain what exactly you're actually getting. Because people don't look at this and think, oh, well, that's that's what's in there. Um, A lot of people think it's a novel type book and it's not. It's it's information. This is all information. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So you want me to enter these names as they come up, so I'm not oh. just saying names. All right, or... all right. Hold on. Let me get my glasses. Sorry. You can t- you can keep talking to her. All right. What do you got? And I saw Jules in here. I she's another you want me to one. Answer that, them while, um, we're, while we're doing this, or do you want? To... But I saw Jules in here, and I oh, saw yes. her on TikTok, and I love her stuff too. Hello, Isaac, Dan, and Tori. She's kind of another one that that I kind of I I don't know. There's certain people that you gravitate to. You know what I mean? I know that sounds like really weird, and I promise I'm not like a serial killer or anything. <laughs> but you know that that's kind of how like how um, you guys uh, that that I came across the um, haunted souls live feed on TikTok one night when I was at work and. I don't know. You just gravitate towards people, and I love seeing people win. And I, you know, I don't know. I love it. Yeah, you I mean you spent the what? It was like the entire night there with us while we were investigating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And then we had, we kept seeing you hop in on each one, so it was it was really cool. Yeah. Um, I love it. Like I absolutely love it. Yeah, I mean, just like thinking about the book, like and going to Melbourne. Like I, my thing is I, I don't try to dive deep too much into it going there because I don't want to just fill my head and to me it's like expecting things or even just like watching mm-hmm. people's videos like if, if mm-hmm. they see something or if they capture something then I feel like I'm going to expect that to happen and mm-hmm. if it doesn't 
I don't want to, it's not that I don't want to be let down, but I don't know, but that's, to me, that's different because it's an actual, like, it's a person that was there. It was the Mm -hmm. history that was there. It wasn't just a piece of evidence that was captured, which is why I think it's cool. We got a ton of people that are interested in this book, by the way. Just the list just keeps going down. Let's keep it. Yes, Philip, it is free. I am giving away a free copy. Actually, let's do two free copies. How about that? Okay, there we go. Two chances. All right, got two chances. Stop by this comment here. Yes, reviews are so important, especially for niche authors or just anybody in general. I mean, we, not too long ago, we did the whole um, uh, Google reviews for for HSP. I think we had like what one to begin with. Yeah. We're stopping by the, the comments. Oh, you're welcome. Of Jules. Thanks for tolerating me because I talk a lot. I do. <laughs> Did you write my name down? I didn't see you pin my book comment. Yes, you were the first one. Uh, <laughs> Stop flooding the chat. Come on. <laughs> that's it so far. Oh, oh and also another thing that I do that I didn't mention um, all of um, the books. Um, like the far, the poor farm books, Edinburgh and Randolph County Infirmary. Uh, those are the two poor farms that I did. Um, but I also give a free copy to the historical society so that if oh, anybody thanks. ever goes to the historical society to look for anybody that stayed in that institution, then they have that book that they can reference. So we got nine people. Um, yeah, I think so. Give me one second here. We're trying to do two things at once. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, what am I missing? And it'll take a little while to get this book. I have not placed an order yet. So Jules, just so Andrew, you know, Nikki, Jessica, Nina. It will. It will. Oh no, I didn't. Get eventually. Nina. Okay. Nina is ten. Whatever you think, what do you? Um, what did? Oh, here we go. She said Nina wants you to write one for Lob's Asylum. It's another location. Oh, that would be. I know I haven't been to. Yeah, that would be a good one. That'd be a good one. As long as the owner is okay with it, if they hit me up. Anybody um... else? Well, let me give it a second. Okay. Yeah, Mo's excited to, to buy your book. I'm excited yeah. to see how many people are actually Mo. excited about my book. Like I Mo, Mo can't buy it, but Stacy, you didn't put your name down. Does she? No. Really? Um, what was I going to say? No, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh. Eloise, she was talking about Eloise's book, and oh yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's a ton. Hey, I'm buying it. Don't you worry. Peanut gallery. If you want to say hi. Uh, you want to put Susan <laughs> down as well? I have Susan already down. No. Look at the screen, man. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I love the banter. It's amazing. Hi. What a blind man to do this job. How are you, beautiful? <laughs> I put Susan on the headphones oh, yeah. so you can, so you can hear. Hello. Hi. hi. I said, how are you, beautiful? Good. How are you? Not too bad. I'm just chilling. Talking so about huh? all nerdy things. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was uh, listening and I uh, looked at my mom. I was like, "So, I was like, 
uh, I need to go on my phone and buy the book. Oh, <laughs> thank yes. you. I don't like books, but I your book just made me want to buy it and learn more about Aww, the paranormal. Thank you. I appreciate all the support. Like, because honestly, there was a time where I thought that I didn't want to do this anymore because I didn't, um, I didn't think that it was really helpful for anyone. Mm -hmm. And ooh, I'm gonna get emotional. <laughs> I can't hear. Still waiting for side. But the support means a lot. So. No, that's all. I mean. Well, we can do. Do you now? Do you do paracons or anything like that? Um, I've been to. I think I've been to a, one um, that I put a vendor table, and then, like where I live, the paranormal isn't really a thing. I kind of live in the Bible Belt, so um, we have a local festival, and I was the first paranormal table in the history of the festival that's been going on for probably. 20 years or so um i had a lot of people that were like really interested um but like i said where i'm from people just don't really talk about it so damn i probably we could have probably sold a bunch of copies this weekend at the paracon we were at <laughs> maybe you should just send us a box of books and we'll just send you what we do what we sell for you because I'm the salesman I, of the team. I can yeah. sell this book. Don't push those books. I can, I can sell this <laughs> oh, book yeah. to everybody. I mean, I'd be like, this is the handbook of paranormal for these places. I love uh, how you So you could sell a crusty turd is what you're saying? I it's pretty like, much think I could. You could sell anything. <laughs> hey, I, I, I finally sold the haunted, uh, we were going to say that earlier, but I did finally sell the Queen of Hearts now from the McAteer Villa, finally. Yeah. Oh, that wow. Pal. Yeah, that was the first thing we wow. sold Friday at the Paracon. So I love it. Yeah. And also for anybody that knows me, I am a giant tip bag. <laughs> I I am very I'm an emotional person, so I'm a tip bag. So, um, sorry I got emotional, but the okay. support really does mean a lot. It really does. Uh, yeah, I mean we have the <laughs> the comments. Andrew Nicky said, "I'm glad you stuck with it. These sound amazing." You got Stephanie coming in. Let me give you a hug. She's going to make me tip bag more. <laughs> uh, Nina said, careful, Dan, your Southern is showing. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> you just look at us. What was that for? Did you say y'all or something? Did I say y'all? Us Missourians always say y'all. That's a Midwest uh, thing. Yes, first woman. Uh, they can sell themselves. I, I, oh, don't, yeah. Yeah, I don't think you'd really have to do a yeah, bunch of pushing. Yeah, I don't well, I, I definitely appreciate all the opportunities that I get being on podcasts, being able to talk about them and getting, you know, getting the word out there. Because a lot of people, like I said, they don't know that they exist. And, um, you know, and, and I, you know, I'm not um, I'm not saying that they are like the best thing out there because they're not. And they're they're not complete by any stretch of the imagination. This is just the lion's share. You know, like I said, I will not put a name in a book that I cannot 100% prove that you can see with your own eyes that they died in that location. So like I said earlier, just for Malvern Manor, I have a list of 60 people that I'm 90% certain that they died there based on the wording in the article, but it does not outright say it. So I can't put it in there and I won't put it in there. I, there, There is nothing that's left to speculation in these books. 
Um, the only thing that I take um, their word for it is resident spirits. Um, also, I'll tell you something that I've never um, told anybody. I don't know if the picture's in here. Okay. So I know that you all have been to Malvern Manor, right? Um, I don't know how many of the audience, I know Stephanie has, um, but you know, the resident spirit, Susie, um, that likes to color on the second floor, right? right. Mm -hmm. I am 90% sure that's Susie right there. Oh, wow. There you go, Susie but Tucker. I but she's I can't the, prove it. She's in the chat and she had experience with her. Yeah. And her name was Susan too, so... I am I am ninety percent certain that that is Susie, and see, and that's that's the coolest part about this is like going there and experiencing things like that, and and like not seeing that before, but then seeing it after, and and having that experience. that connection of mm -hmm. this is what I experienced, mm -hmm. and this is who that person like you can put a, a kind a of a face, face to yeah. that. That's cool. Other than yeah. just kind of making out like your now, own do you judgment. have pictures of Rebecca in there? No, I never was able to find Rebecca. Okay. Because I don't think Rebecca died there. I think when they closed in 2004, she was transferred, I think. Oh, okay. um, I was never able to find Rebecca. I have a pretty good idea of who the shadow man is, um, but I have not found um, any information as far as um, something tangible that people could look at um, that just didn't exist at the time that I did this book. I was trying to find um, one of my favorites. A few more. We have Chasing Paranormal at Stops In said, hey all. Hello. Hi. Thank you for hanging out with us. <laughs> and thank you guys for having me. I Hello. really appreciate the opportunity. We'll have to have you on again when you finish your uh, YMCA book. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't wait for I'm that. Excited. I've never been there on that one. I know. That's going to be a tough one. There is a lot there. <laughs> There's a lot to yeah. that place. The bad part about that I'm finding about the YMCA is that because of a lot of the things that took place there were illegal, there's not really going to be a lot of documentation. It's just speculation. It's in our heads up and um, <laughs> We're all like, yeah, all the gangsters. All the, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's not something that they would um, publish, I guess. Um, so... It's going to be tricky. I did end up finding a death, one death so far that they didn't know happened there. Um, I found one. <laughs> it's it's a challenge. I will tell you, it's it's a challenge. I have a lot of hours in that book so far, and I still haven't even scratched the surface what of does it. What does Nikki mean? Does she have pictures of her? Uh, I know. Did you find pictures of? Her? Oh, yeah, for um, Melvern. Oh, Inez. Yeah, Inez is in here. Um, she asked about that or uh, Harry Wallace. Harry Wallace. Let me That's see. Like a, a, like a fake name. What's <laughs> you know, you know, your name? Harry well, Wallace. <laughs> That's the thing, though, is like when we go to Melvern and we went to Melvern and we we're on Phasma Box or Estes and we say, give us your name and everything, they come up with, oh, my name's Peter. Well, we just think, oh, okay, it's Peter. But where if you go into that book and look to see if that name is on there, then, you know, in, in a way of a reference, in a way, not saying, you know. Well, that, yeah, and that's the thing is you literally have that page right in front of you. Yeah. You so can, if somebody says Harry Wallace and you're like, 
shit, yeah, it's right here on this page. Like, yeah, let's talk to him. Let's find this information. Yeah. Yeah. And not to mention, I, I mean, don't, I don't have a Harry Wallace, but I have a Harry Die, a Harry Kirsch, a Harry Pike, and that's it. Very, now very that good. does not mean that Harry Wallace did not die there. That just means that I couldn't prove that he did. So, um, Jules, Jules I was says, trying more spoilers. Make them buy the book. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find this really cool picture. I mean, I was looking at this picture. I was like, my God, she is so beautiful. There she is. Look how this is Cora Hale. Look how pretty she is. Oh, that wow. dress. Wow, that dress is bad. She's gorgeous. Yeah. She is so pretty. You know that she's wasn't a light dress hair. either. That thing had been heavy. <laughs> the only reason why Kenny wants to buy the book is because he's there. He's yeah. been there. Well, he said, "Dig in on the on the raccoon that died there." I need to know his story. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I do. I appreciate all the opportunities and. Um, I I will I love talking about them and, and I mean that was the thing when whenever I had I had muted it I was like we've got to ask her if we can we can put them on our site because yeah all right we're gonna give away the first oh, one I appreciate that yeah. all right yeah all right. so everybody can see there's a little spinner there's a little spinner here everybody's names on there and we'll spin here we go. Where's the top? Susan. Susan Tucker. Oh, there we go. Susan I have Susan. Tucker. I have Susan P in there. So okay. Okay. Susan Tucker. How about that? All right. Yeah. So we'll remove Susan. Congratulations. Yeah. And, we've, and we'll we've... give it a couple seconds and we'll give away the, the second one she said too. So yeah. Uh, yeah I'll give away she too. said Harry was a resident there at one point. I'm not sure if he died there. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, Philip said, what happened to the little boy that died? And where? What you about, Philip? Yeah, what you talking about, Philip? You've been on a lot of our... <laughs> <laughs> Tori, you probably... Rec Philly, that's his Philly on our TikTok. Yeah. Philip is our is Philly that shows up. We've got, oh, we got Philly okay. and then actually all the way at the top. And I'm, I, I don't know if she's still watching or not, but I did skip by her comment and I feel so bad. It is Pam. Oh, Pam. And if oh, she's still nice. watching, you can yell at me. <laughs> uh, but she said, wow, very nice. I'm writing a true screenplay. And she said she popped in earlier to say hi. So Aww. if you rewatch this, Pam, I am so sorry. I'm going to have to put Pam's name on there now. <laughs> you, you maybe You're messed up. I'm going to have to put Pam's name on there. <laughs> I feel so bad. <laughs> uh, Jess said, I'm with Jules. No more freebies. I don't know why I'm looking on that side. I can look over here. <laughs> Uh, Tori, you said you're in the Bible Belt. Where are you from? I'm in Southeast Kansas. I'm about uh, I'm about an hour and a half from uh, Kansas City to the south, and about thirty minutes uh, away from Joplin, Missouri. Everybody knows Joplin because of the tornado. Beans. You can hear my daughter <laughs> out there. That was funny. Everybody knows of the tornado. Beans. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, he's whining. If you guys can hear that, I apologize. Uh, congrats, he's, Susan. Uh, Susan said, Woohoo! Thanks, Tori. You're welcome. Just she inbox said, me your, your address, or you can send it to them and they'll forward it to Well, you actually, she's gonna get in touch with you. I think she said she's buying both. She was at Melbourne with us yeah. in our last event, and she had a great oh, experience okay. there. 
Um, yeah. she's the one that she's the one that had experience with uh, Susie in the room and everything. Nice. So uh, she colored with her on the floor and stuff. So she's like, That's I'm buying nice. both of those books. So you got three books yeah, coming I, to you. Somebody, yes, I, I don't remember Jules. who said it before, but somebody's like, I want to buy all of them. Aww, I don't know where it was. That was me. That's gonna be on. They're all gonna be on my bookshelf. Yeah, I love it. Thank you guys for the support. I, oh, no I truly, it yeah, makes my heart times, happy. How many times you've watched us and in, in all these oh, locations yeah. and stayed in the chat and talked to everybody else? I was gonna say I saw I, I caught Jules on I think it was it was TikTok actually I think when you guys were at Malvern and she was taught I don't know she was talking and um, I was like you've got to try the scrying closet. And she was like, scrying closet? I'm like, yeah, the scrying closet. And I, I, I was like, I don't know if she ever made it up there because it was kind of cutting in and out because Melbourne is pretty notorious for um, like jump and signal because there's Wi-Fi extenders in there and stuff. So like once you get to a certain part, it will jump and then it takes a second to, but yeah, then I saw a TikTok she posted that she found it. Josh on his YouTube um, he got some amazing things in that, in that closet. Like he was sitting in that closet and it was only, I don't know, maybe like a week before or something like that. But like, you could hear somebody like walk in the room. Um, he was getting REM pod hits in there, um, disembodied voices that he heard with his ears that he acknowledged. Uh, you can watch all that on, on Josh's YouTube, but um, it was really cool. So then when you guys were there, I was like, Jules, you got to go to the to the scrying closet to see if, you know, you shart because it's scary. <laughs> like, it's scary. I think I'm excited to go back just because I did not want to be there the first time towards the end of the night. And oh, yeah, now we're not feeling well. Now having like all of this and information from the book and everything like that. Yeah. Look, I'm definitely yeah. looking forward to going back. I, you know what, I really want to have like a, a paranormal date with you guys. And I want to meet Jules too, so eventually no. at some day. That's so flattering. A paranormal day. That says it's me. No, uh, it's not you, it's us. <laughs> with all of you guys. You're not involved in it. No. You got to work or something. Go, go back to your basement. You guys yeah. have so much fun. And I, I love, I love watching your lives. And you know, like I, I am down to to meet Malvern, um, McIntyre, wherever you guys want to go. She It'll had, be. I had um, I had to text her and be like, "Did you block us?" And she's like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "I was trying to talk to you on your live, and it the message wasn't coming through when you were at, at Velisca Axe Murder." Oh yeah. And I was trying um, to talk to you, and I was like. My comments are not going through. <laughs> like, yeah, you guys are like, actually a moderator on all of my lives on TikTok. Oh, okay. I was oh, like, man. why are my I, comments not coming through? I what haven't posted a lot of TikTok content lately because, um, you know, I'm not going to give anybody their time to shine for being a dick. But um, that's why I haven't really been on TikTok. And that's all I'll say about that. But um, for a while, um, I've been um like it's it's just not been easy on tiktok but i am going to be back whenever people get bored and i will start doing lives again and and it'll be it'll be fine so um but yes Velisca, they have no wi-fi at Velisca. i don't know if you've ever been there um but they have no wi-fi at Velisca, and so it's all cell phone and you're literally in the middle of nowhere Velisca is like you'll blink and you'll miss it like it's okay. so tiny 
I had, a, I had a messenger. I'm like, did you block us? She's like, no. I'm like, I'm like, I was trying to put all these comments through and it wasn't coming through. I was getting so frustrated. I was like, yeah, it, it was because of the signal. Uh, the signal was just terrible out there. Our, I think our live was only like 45 minutes because it kept coming in and out and freezing. And so, excuse me, that was the prime coming, <laughs> coming back. Um, but yeah. I love how we have our, like, we have our core group of people who have been with us for, from like, uh, Ray County and we got Pam, we got Philly now who's on there. Uh, you, uh, I mean, who else? I mean, there's tons of people. Yeah. When, like all these, whenever they show up in the live, yeah. Senla, whenever they show up, it's always like, oh my God, you guys are here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Tori said the other day we were at YMCA. She's like, are you going live? Yeah. I saw the message. Yeah. like, yeah. "Were you going live? Yeah, you, you asked me. You're like, Tori asked when you're going live. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Our followers start saying, hey, uh, hello, watching. we're waiting, we're waiting yeah, for yeah. you. We're letting uh, everybody yeah. down. But that's the that's the bad thing about our TikTok when we have events. Awesome. Yes, we, Jules. We have to wait until all the guests are, like, out and free roaming and stuff. So we have their full attention because they do pay a ticket to come to the event and stuff. So it's like our TikToks always run late on event nights. Because we have to wait till everybody, you know, is pretty much out doing their own thing. And then we can do our TikTok and stuff like that. You know, Jules is close to a place that I've been, I think she's close. Um, I've been eyeballing. So there is a hospital that is for sale. Um, It is listed. um, Gosh, um, I'm not looking at my screen, so I can't see. Um, but there's a hospital for sale and I know that a group has been in it and it was when that, like where it took place. The only reason why I know about it is because one of my best friends that's a respiratory therapist used to work there and it was one of the, it was a vent hospital and that right to die, um, lady, what is her name? I can tell you, hold on. There was a lady that died there and it was like this big giant like court thing. It was the right to die case and her it was a female. I have so many names floating around in my head right now. I can't even <laughs> I can't even think straight because we were talking about so many people, but I talked to my friend about it. I'm sorry. And it's funny because it's like the faster I try to go, the longer it takes because I'm just like you know, pressure. Uh, what? Let me see. Just to let anybody that came in, if you're interested in, we're giving out one more book away. If you're interested, comment the word book. If you already have, I already got your name in there. But anybody that just came across lately, that's came into the room. Um, Tori is giving away two books. You already gave away one. Uh, we are Mac to Tier Villa. So we're going to give one more away. If you're interested, please comment the word book. Zach, I'm going to send it to you on Facebook Messenger. Okay. Um, but this hospital is for sale. It's for $4.5 million. Oh, but wow. the right oh, to no. die case with Nancy Cruzan died go in that, that hospital. <laughs> and um, my my friend that used to be a respiratory, I mean, she still is a respiratory therapist that worked there. 
there's like a graveyard on site. She used to walk it whenever she was on breaks and stuff. There's like a graveyard on site. And she was telling me about how um, haunted it was. But it'd be cool if you could get in there. It's vacant. You think the owners will let us get in there? Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. Um, I sent the link to Zach. But um, Mount, Mount Vernon, Missouri. I don't know if Jules is close to that. I think she is. Mount Vernon. Closer than I am. I know where that's. I think that's. Do you know what? I know Mount Vernon, Illinois. I never knew there was a Missouri. Yeah, I think I I passed it on the way down there. Mount Vernon, Missouri. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, see, I knew she'd probably know. But it's like a huge. Actually, I'll send it to her too. Uh, She may be familiar with this, but like I was telling her, it'd be cool to, um, I was telling my friend that it would be cool to be able to get in to that. There, I sent it to Jules too. Don't let her in on our Um, secret. That's nice. Don't let her in on our secret. You know, she's going to be there anyway. If you don't know her, I will. So she wins either way. (laughs) Um. Catching up on some of these as well. Glory had uh, mentioned a while ago, I'm trying to find a best way to research the pilot knob area and consistently hit roadblocks. What's the best online way to do research? Um, it's kind of tricky. Um, one of the things that I have found when you're looking for a specific location or a place, sometimes the problem that you run into is what they, I call it local, local speak. So they will use local landmarks that are common, that, that it's a common known thing to the people that live there that would not be common to like an outsider. So you just kind of got to get a feel. One of the best ways, um, if there's a specific, I'm not familiar with Pilot Knob, but um, if there's like a, I'm not sure if that's like a town or whatever, or if there's a specific building that you're looking at, um, Google the address. Um, that's one of my um, things that I do. And I will also put the address into um, like newspapers.com and things like that. Um, if you just search the address with quotation marks, it will bring up everything um, within that within that search that you, that you did. Um, outside of that, um, if there's um, one of the things that I did, and it's very, very tedious, um, if there's an article, let's say, posted in 1985 and it mentions so-and-so did a whatever there, then I will go through and I will find every article in um, that I can find with that person's name. And then I will search every article that has another name within the articles that I searched within that name. It's It's very confusing, but there's like a method to the madness. And it actually usually ends up leading you to where you want it to be. If any of that made sense. <laughs> yeah. Any new people? Um, yeah. We got Jeannie. Jeannie? Yeah. I love it. Okay. Uh, Lori? McGuire? Yeah. I try to be very, very thorough. Um, I want it to be as complete as it can be um, when I release it um, because when you do revamps, it kind of sucks for the people that already bought the book because then now there's new information in a book. And I'll, I'll be honest, the books are not, they're not cheap and they're not cheap because printing costs are so high. 
um, they, I get charged a lot of fees, like when people buy off Amazon and things like that. And um, that's why I, I make the spiral editions about $5 cheaper there. Um, cause I, I want everybody to have access. And I often, I do giveaways like this on podcasts quite frequently because I want everybody to have the opportunity to be able to, to, to look at it and, and see what, see what it's about for sure. Um, I'm Alita. And she's exactly, Maude is exactly right. That is why reviews are so important. I'm going with Tori. Forget Dan. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll just I block win. you from the podcast. <laughs> you won't know. I'll let her sign in under my name. Oh. Uh, that's it so far. Is that it? Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, let's give it away. All the new names are in there. You ready? I got to write my name down. It's spinning. It's spinning. It's spinning. It's spinning. And he doesn't show where it lands. And it is Kathy Smith. Kathy Smith. Is that with a K or? Yeah. Kathy Smith. Congratulations. There we go. Yeah. The only thing that I that I would love for my for the book winner, if you could leave a review on Amazon when the Amazon comes up. I mean, it's not an it's it's not a requirement, but it it does help me a lot. And and an honest review. I'm not even asking you to leave a good one. I just want your honest thoughts and opinions. You know. Absolutely. Anything else? Yeah. Anything? No, I mean some of the comments. Uh, so. Back to Phil's comment about the YMCA, I guess, with the little boy. That's the location he was talking about. No, oh. I don't. I know the that there the was pool. a drowning there. Ah. Um, well, it, he fell in the pool. They revived him, took him to the hospital, and yeah. he died at the hospital. So there's not. That's I what, have to talk about something really creepy. So I, this is like, this is probably pure coincidence. Like pure coincidence, but I'm going to say it anyway. When I agreed to do the YMCA book and I was talking to Candy about like the resident spirits, I need a list so I can see if I can find these people. And she was talking about the little boy that drowned in the pool. Like two days later, somebody drowned in our YMCA pool. Wow. Here. I was like, hmm. <laughs> I'm never going to do that. That's a little weird. <laughs> Yeah. I, and I mean, what, what was odd about it is like, it, 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 he was a grown man. Like nobody knows what happened. No clue. That's crazy. Yeah. I say grown man. I mean, he's still a baby to me. He was only like 19, but yeah, he's young. I mean, grown. Not, not, I mean, he was an adult, I guess, by societal standards. But 19 year olds are not adults. <laughs> yeah. 19 is still a baby to me. Uh, you need someone there just for your TikToks. Nope, that's why I'm there. <laughs> uh, Kenny, new shirt idea for uh, finishing investigation. I sharded at 
on its souls paranormal. I love it. I love it. It's just you, Kitty. Nobody else had that problem. Yeah, no one else has got that problem, Kitty, but you. First for everything, I guess. And when you uh, do that, you need to like put burn holes in it and stuff. <laughs> tear marks and everything. Mark, yeah, tear marks crying and, and some chocolate. Just wipe your hands with some candy bars. I was wondering if, if you were going to tie that last instance with the YMCA to this question. Um, Nina asked, do you ever dream about the people you find in your research? Um, I, I do. And, um, I'm, I'm also a sensitive and it's not something that I talk about. It's not something that I broadcast. Um, I mean, my own family doesn't know that I do it. I mean, they may now, but, um, <laughs> it's not something that, that I, I talk about really. Um, I only bring it up if it's relevant or important because I'm definitely not one of those people that, you know, like, Ooh, I'm not. That's not me. I, d I don't do it unless it's relevant. But yes, I mean, that was a very long answer to a simple question. <laughs> but yes, I do. Um, let's see. <laughs> Jules did swimming lessons at the YMCA when she was little. Well, I'm glad you're here with us today. <laughs> I love how thorough you are. You make my librarian heart very happy. I like it really um, satisfies my inner nerd. I will tell you like it is very satisfying when I because I'm waiting for my proof copies for uh, we are McIntyre Villa. They are on their way. And once I get those and approve those, then I will order um, my um, the orders that I've gotten. Um, but it really makes my nerd heart happy whenever I get those proof copies. So exciting. Uh, she also said, and a review on goodreads.com. I've never heard of that, but I'm going to. There we go. There we go. Kenny, Maddie, why are you not in black? I am the only colorful one in this family. Okay. Yeah. So if there, is ever, if there is ever a location that anybody finds interesting or um, I am always looking I'm always scouting. <laughs> you kind of get a flood of people like, yeah. this, story, this, this place, this place. <laughs> this haunted cemetery. Yeah. I, I love it. Um, I typically do, hi, Kat. I was just talking about you, babe. Um, she, she was my, she was my um, right-hand person uh, with Edinburgh, it, or Edinburgh, I think is how she says it. <laughs> I better correct myself. <laughs> um. Jefferson, Texas in general. I love it. I'll have to look into that. Yeah, I would say you're going to start getting all kinds of... All of Kimswick. <laughs> all of Kimswick. <laughs> yeah. That's a little town here. And, you know, another thing that, that I need to go into when I was talking about the death certificates, um, how Edinburgh is full of... Uh, let me see. Edinburgh is full of death certificates for anybody that's that came in late or whatever. Um, not every state considers uh, death certificates public domain. For example, Kansas does not. Um, we have no access to any death certificates from any year period. They don't consider those public domain. So whether or not a state, it, it's a state by state um, thing on whether or not the, they, they allow that. Iowa, um, like I said earlier, they have to be gone for 75 years in order for them to publicly release that death certificate. Um, that's why in Malvern Manor, 
there's no death certificates because um, a lot of the deaths occurred after 1955 and 75 years is what, like 1945-ish, right around in there. Um, so sometimes it's hard to find information, especially when you don't have death certificates, because like I said, death certificates are, they have a lot of information on them. And one of those is um, that um, it tells you where the person died at, especially if it was in an institution. Um, another cool thing um, about the death certificates with um, Edinburgh is, uh, let me see. I don't know if I can find one off the bat, but it tells you, let me find one. It tells you where they're buried at. So with a lot of like, you can gauge how many people at a minimum are buried in that cemetery in, in Edinburgh that we don't know where it's at. Um, like right here um, at the top of the death certificate. No, I'm just trying to line up my camera. See, it says the place of death, Jones County Infirmary. Um, is that what it says? Jones County Poor Farm. That's what it says. And then it will, another name for it was like the county home. Around the 1960s, 70s, it moved to like Jones County Care Facility. That's how they would transition. So when they started phasing poor farms out, they started making them like county run nursing homes for like the elderly. Um, so, I mean, you would still have kind of the same mix of people in there, only it was the names were changed basically to help um, to help eliminate that stigma, I guess. Um, and it tells you, um, right here, and, um, they changed death certificates over the years. So the, the layout is not always the same, but like right here, right, right here, it tells you where they're buried at. Um, so it, it lists, it lists basically everything you need to know to find someone this person's cause of death was chronic myocarditis with arteriosclerosis, which is hardening of the arteries, pretty much. Um, but yeah, so you can kind of, this is, this is compliments of beans, my dog that peeled out on the, <laughs> on the book, but I'll take it. But yeah, death certificates offer a lot of I would love to do Eloise and that, that definitely, actually, I'm going to make a note of it. I just need to find out who owns it and if they would be okay with me doing that. Um, but yeah, I love institutions are kind of my favorite. I will read, um, Kat has a lot of most common. Yep. She knows this book like the back, back of her hand. So there's an article in this book. It's a, a newspaper article. It's in the interesting news section, if I can find it. So back then, um, the people that ran the poor farm was the county. So they would have like a supervisors for or county supervisors that would um, tour the the home to make sure it was, you know, a lot of them were very unsanitary. There was, you know, it was dirty and whatever. But this article on page 262, 
um, right here. It talks about how they were trying to bury um, some of the dead. And when they went to dig a hole in the ground, they cut the legs off of another corpse um, because the, the cemetery was so full. I mean, this was published in 1895. Wow. So if you can imagine how many bodies or how many people, because if they were buried in the poor farm, they died on the poor farm, 100%. So prior to 1895, I mean, how many people that I, that there was no record of that are not in this book, but they clearly were there because, I mean, this is only 234 of probably 800, maybe. I, uh, that's just a guesstimate. That's as bad as they just dug a ditch and threw your body in there. They didn't even give you a, yeah. a wooden coffin or nothing. They just threw you in there. Yeah, they, um, it was Except very. too much space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was crazy. I, some of the articles. <laughs> yes, beans. So, yeah, we got, uh, you can go to our website. I bet you we're going to work mm -hmm. out and get Tori's books on her. Tori, you leave a link or something that you can go to. Ew. Uh, but uh, <laughs> well, last time I, I gave appreciate you my for coming on. Uh, Thank you. You can go to her Facebook page and everything. I think you've been on. You're the longest guest that's been on our show. That's beans. <laughs> beans. Beans. That's beans. So Tori holds the record right now for being the longest. Uh... Yeah, I was going to say, if you want to, um, again, I know you said it before. We also put it in the chat. But if you want to tell people where to find your books. Yes, all of my books are available on Amazon. Um, you can get them on Amazon, but if you order off of Amazon or Lulu, you're going to get a paperback version. Um, that's because they don't allow me to sell the spiral bound versions um, publicly for whatever reason. I have to order those individually. If you order through my PayPal links, which eventually I'll get a website. I just haven't done it yet because... I don't know. I'm lazy. <laughs> um, but every um, PayPal link, you get the spiral bound copy and it comes with free shipping and it comes signed. I usually write like a little note in there just because I'm, I'm a sap. Um, <laughs> Makes it personal. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So, but this is what you will get ordering through the PayPal. Um, I have um, like probably six copies of Malvern Manor still um, that are here um, that I can, <laughs> that I can, I can send, I mean, as early as tomorrow um, for those. Um, but the rest, I have one copy, I think, let me see. I have one copy of Edinburgh Manor um, that, and I did do a revamp. Um, I just changed the cover. Um, another thing, I don't know if anybody's ever noticed, but my um, book covers, how there's never actually a face that you can really see. Um, that's because I want, um, that is because I want people to look at the institution. Yeah, this is Randolph County Infirmary. This is the book that I learned you need to have volumes if it's because this this book is un, just retarded expensive. I mean, it it is retarded. Um, so for that reason, um, you can get it cheaper for me through me 
um, than you can through Amazon um, on the link. I've, I've, I can't even remember how much cheaper it is. Um, I would have to look, but this, I, um, it only comes in paperback because it's so large that they couldn't put a spiral on it. Cause um, this book alone is 588 pages of um, information, death certificates. And I mean, it's, I learned on this. <laughs> I'll put it that way. And I could revamp it and split it into two volumes, but I mean, I'm okay with it. Um, but yeah, that's, that is that. Um, I posted the, um, I think I just posted the one from McIntyre on your Facebook page. Oh yeah. But if you go okay. to the, if, if I remember correctly, if you go to the photos, it has the link on, uh, mm -hmm. for PayPal there on each photo. So yeah. If you want all of the books, hopefully not just one, um, you can click the link on each one of those as well. Yeah. Yeah. That, I have it set up for um, basically merchandise to be sold on PayPal. So there's not just like one PayPal. It's like e-commerce. And so there's separate links for each book. And that's how that's just how they do it. Eventually, I'll get a website and I'll post those links. So there's like a central location for people to go if they want them. Um, but for now... I mean, I'm old school in it, I guess. <laughs> uh, so. And then for our website. Uh, we'll work with her. I'll see yeah. about maybe getting a link. Or we can uh, just put them directly on there. So there's no, I don't know how we want to do it, but. Yeah, I mean, we, we can figure that. I mean, we're going to figure that out on how we're going to put them on yeah. our website and stuff. But it comes down I to the fact that we are not charging guys. any fees or anything else. Uh, it just hopefully just another platform to get that out there. Because I think the books are, I mean, I've even read one. Uh, and I'm looking forward to reading them all. Mm -hmm. yeah, so. I love it. Thank you guys so much for we appreciate this you coming on and offering to do that. Absolutely. Oh, we appreciate you coming on, spending your time with us tonight and talking. Yeah. I loved it. Thank you for having me. I like to talk. I'm okay with it. Maybe that's because I'm a nurse. I don't know. Hey, and we'll definitely collaborate. We'll get together and we'll do something. We'll just got to do one night. Yes. Going out yes. or a weekend or something. Yeah. Yes. I love but, it. And that, I guess we'll see you on TikTok. Yeah. She's always yeah. following us. If everybody wants to see Tori, talk to Tori. Come watch one of our lives. She's usually on there. Yeah. And I am. And where else can they find you at other than your books? Um, you can find me on TikTok, Paranormal Tori, underscore in between Paranormal and Tori, all lowercase. Um, you can find me on Facebook, uh, Tori Westoff. Um, and that's pretty much it. I don't really do a whole lot. Um, I'm that's that's it. I mean, you have tons of other things you're doing. So yeah, you got plenty of to do. I am I am busy, but I will usually, like I said, I work nights. Um, I work from seven p to seven a, and I work six twelve hour shifts in a row, and then I'm off for eight days. So in that six, um, if I don't get back with you during the day, it's because I'm sleeping, and then I will get back to you as soon as I can. But I I usually always answer messages unless I don't see it. So. If you don't hear from me, send me another message, and then good. hopefully I see it. I'll definitely check out uh, McIntyre because my photos are in there. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they'll be on and the YMCA one too. Hopefully, yeah. I'll just start. I'll just start following you around, or just knowing where you're going, and then I'll just go to those locations. 
right for you yeah i'll be your, your permanent uh photographer for these locations hey hold on here wait a minute wait a minute wait, hey, wait just saying like, <laughs> one thing one thing that i noticed um when i when jules was doing a, a live stream at um Malvern when I when I saw that live stream at Malvern that's like probably one of the first lives I think I joined on hers but she turned the camera and she was she was talking and she is just so freaking beautiful you know what I mean and um something that I thought about which she probably thinks I'm a weirdie I promise I'm not weird I won't I won't I wouldn't hurt a fly okay but I would love it since now that I know that you guys and time together i'll leave it at that um if i could get a picture if she would be okay with being on the cover of a book with a picture like something not not this stance but to where you can't really see her face but you can just see that like the way her hair falls it's just so pretty i don't know she probably thinks i'm weird she'll never want to she'll never want to meet me <laughs> now yay i'm not weird but just like the way her hair curls and the way it falls, if we could do a picture kind of like, kind of like that. So I can use it for my, I, I already got the book cover for Rock Island, but for whatever, I just like it. I don't know. That's just, that was my, my thought when I saw her at Malvern. So what you need to do people think about that. is when she's doing a book, <laughs> she needs to talk to the people and say, hey, I'm sending out my camera crew to do a little investigation and take some pictures. <laughs> and you can send this out there to investigate, get some info, and yeah. you can take pictures. You got a mouse yeah. in your pocket? Can Excuse you... me? <laughs> <laughs> What's this we? Hey, you're a part of the company, Mr. You're camera. not single. I don't if see you single, on the ground taking photos. If you're oh, Really? We're going to go back to that again, huh? But yeah, it, if Jules, if that's something that you're interested in, I would definitely be honored to have you on the cover of one of my books, whatever, whatever is after uh, Rock Island YMCA. I'm not sure which one it will be. And, you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll get together and talk about it or whatever, but I would definitely love that if, if you're interested. So. Well, we appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. And everything. Absolutely. It was a bit of blast. Well, thank you. Thank you for all of the support. Thank you to everybody that has been watching and encouraging me because honestly, all of these positive comments, it encourages me to keep doing what I'm doing. And and it is tedious and it takes a long time and, and it's tiring because, you know, I have a, an eight-year-old little at home and when she goes to bed, then it's my quiet time when I'm at home and that's you know, I, I, it just, it gets very tedious and it's very long and it's strenuous. And sometimes it's very, very frustrating and it just, this encourages me. So I appreciate everyone for all of the kind comments and the encouragement. And thank you guys for having me on here um, because welcome. now more people know, and I got to give away books and you guys got to give away books and it's fun. We'll get you some books. So trust me, we'll get you some mm -hmm. books. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. I no appreciate problem. it. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye, everybody. Wow, that was cool. Yeah. I didn't realize those books were like that. That is like yeah, that was uh, it was way.
way past my expectation not expectations but what what i <laughs> did you see what i what i uh, what i thought that they were going to be uh, <laughs> like they're right for me on the right for me. um looking looking forward to uh to getting the melbourne one and, and going through it and oh getting, yeah, yeah diving yeah, more into uh to everything that's there definitely 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 um i think we hold our um american hauntings one uh we were not going to post anything on the fourth of july but if we pre-record an episode it, it may be short or something uh but we can release it on that tuesday it won't be live but um kind of talking about everything because we met we met a ton of people um Groups, individuals, companies, artists, artists. I mean, literally any, anybody. Some funny stories to tell too. (laughs) Yeah. Um, My experience with uh, my, my spirit guide. Oh Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe something in the works. I don't, I mean, we got tons of stuff to talk about. Yeah. I mean, Tori was just, I didn't realize I looked at the phone. I was like, I looked at you. I was like, uh, there's 10 minutes left. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was very simple, very easy talking. And could have had her on for four hours. Yeah. I mean, the books are just crazy. It's my new tanning yeah. book. I've been trying to find a book that I can go tanning. Um, but yeah, we'll, uh, so what do we have? We got, oh, it's the next episode. Yeah. July 4th. We oh, won't please. be on. Everybody kind of said it took us, told us to take a break. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I ain't got nothing going on, so. I mean, I do, but where are you going? Uh, I'm going to Arkansas this weekend. But you're going to be home by the Tuesday. Well, I I know. I meant like between oh. now and that Tuesday, we oh. will have time to to film a episode explaining that because after that we have our um, whispering estates evidence. evidence. So I don't want to kind of have a bunch of things in one episode. No, I knew you were going this weekend. I was like, Fourth of July is on a Tuesday. That's why yeah. I said if you don't have none, we could go live and just you don't have to be that many people if you wanted to. There ain't nothing going well, on. No, I just or I just meant like it's not gonna be live, so people expecting to to find See it. Right. Yeah. 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 It will be released on YouTube, it will be released on Facebook. Um, it just won't be a uh, live recording. Live recording next Tuesday. So um but yeah, Pride shirts are still up. Yeah, go check out the Pride shirts. Um with the purchase of the shirt. You get a Pride Ghost sticker. We will have, of course, uh, Tori's books up online. Um, we are still going through YMCA footage and tons of video. Um, what else do we got? Uh, we'll be going to, you won't hear, they won't talk to us before we go to Whis- Whispering Estates. Correct. So we go to Whispering Estates with Andrew Nicky. Uh, and stuff on Friday, July 7th. Did you so, tell her I was going? Yeah. Oh, okay. Me well, in, in the beginning, I yeah. wasn't. Yeah. Because I had a yeah, wedding. Yeah, I, I already called her. Oh, no. Got, got out of that one. Three. Get to see Andrew Nikki. Yeah. Uh, all three of us are going. Um, we met some people that were at Whispering Estates this weekend at the Paracon. Yeah. They told yeah. us, like, oh, that's a crazy place and stuff. So yeah. that's some good stuff and everything. So when uh, you'll, next time we go live, we'll probably have Whispering Estates stuff and we'll talk about that and then we also the next night have the private investigation that we got to do which is really weird because we really found out some weird stuff about the house oh yeah that you know that we didn't know for sure and now we know which is kind of cool so we'll have all that when we come back the next live so that will be what july 8 
Well, we have 18th as uh, floor manager. Yeah. Oh, was uh, July 11th. July 11th. Yeah. July 11th. We'll be back with a live. That'll be our next live uh, broadcast. And uh, so I know you're going to miss this for two weeks. Well, you'll see us on TikTok and stuff. Yeah, but I'm saying live though. No. I mean, well, yeah, podcast wise. Uh, which brings me to my next point. I'm trying to rush this up because I think it cuts us off at 209. Um, I'm going to pull a Doug. You can follow us down here. Um, our company page on Facebook, our group page, um, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Um, TikTok is where we do all of our lives. Um, I fall behind on, on Instagram lives. We got a ton of people that like our stuff, but TikTok, I don't know, it's just fun um youtube we're still putting up videos um content stuff like that facebook our um, you can follow everything uh news where we'll be at podcasts we're going on guests that we're hosting um our group pages for you guys to post anything as well uh, we have um, adam the historian posting his vlog cast which you can find our episode that we were on as well um i say um a lot People posting. You can evidence. just advertise if you have yeah, events. It's, it's you're, yours. You're, you got vendors and stuff no like that. No Timu links. Yeah. Tired of deleting those. Uh, but when we come back on there, we'll have our new shout outs now. We're going to start doing those. Yes. We're going to start shouting out small vendor companies that we've gone through yep. and stuff. If uh, uh, And advertise down the bottom just to kind of pay it forward uh, to all the other vendors that we meet at all these paracons. I don't, oh man, I was going to show the kind of stuff that we bought too. We even, we bought some really cool stuff yeah. this weekend. That we'll light, save it. That light was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, I got a cool uh, Ouija board hat. Oh, we're gonna save it, but you're gonna show yours. Oh, mine's on my head. I don't, I mine's right behind Madison. Ooh. I can't help you didn't bring yours out. Is it right behind me? Ain't it? And the Exorcist. Pen. Um, <laughs> a little black box hanging up there. No. Oh, never mind. I'll show it on the other one. It's fine. Yeah. Um, thanks everybody I think that's for it. this. Yeah. Go check us out. We'll be at Night Market in, uh, at the St. Louis Haunted Mansion if you're in oh. St. Louis this weekend, Friday week, Friday night at the market. What new, um, uh, whatever you want to call it, merchandise? Oh, Zach is actually going to start selling his photos that he takes for the company. Uh, you can start buying print. Some really cool prints that we have uh, and everything. So, uh you can start ordering those. We're start putting them on uh, on our website. I guess we'll start. It's kind of hard to take a picture of a picture. Yeah, um, <laughs> either website, but you can for sure find them at our events. Our paracon, yeah, our events, our paracons, conventions. Um, my first, I, I don't know how I want to do it. I'm not getting fancy with this. I still don't. I mean, I, some of them are cool. Don't get me wrong, but I just don't think that many people will be interested in buying not them. Be biased, but they're um, pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty cool. I, 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 I buy it. Not I just saying he's my brother. We're gonna start uh, hanging him in the office everywhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, they'll be in a cover. Um, yeah, they'll come in a plastic sheet. You yeah. can order them, they'll be in a plastic sheet. Uh, there'll be an eight by ten photo. We might do some five by seven photos yeah. and everything, but uh, uh but we'll I was talking about line wise, uh, like the first set that I have right now are from Waverly, which I put a video on TikTok where you can see the prints. They are all eight by tens right now, but yeah, you, got you, some you can see. Too. I just didn't. Yeah, just I'm just saying I, I didn't upload them. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not not here to price gouge people. It it'll be 
know, it's, it's, it's cool to see. We got to figure out how much all the plastic sheets and then get them printed yeah. out and stuff. So it's cool to see. But yeah, you can also check out the photos that uh, I gave Tori for McIntyre and for YMCA. Um, I don't know. It's cool to see people talk about them. I think people will buy them. People buy weird stuff as it is. Yeah, I mean, you buy the you buy the damn you buy a picture of a statue this weekend. You bought of an angel. Yeah, I did statue. So you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna buy hang my weird things because the one from Waverly of the the sanatorium. If you come this Friday, I will have them at the market this Friday at the St. Louis Haunted Mansion. Can, can I sign some? I, I you sure, yeah. you can sign them. Yeah, makes me feel special. Makes your art. It's your, yeah, you're taking the picture. It's haunted souls, but it's your it's your art. Yeah. <laughs> but, stuff. but with that, I don't know anything else. No. Look for it. everybody have a safe holiday. Yeah. Have a great fourth of July. Good Check traveling. us out. Safe travels. Come see us this Friday. We'll be down there at the Pride Market at St. Louis Haunted Mansion. You can check them out. There'll be a lot of good vendors. Jeannie will be down there selling her cups. And she got some other pride stuff and uh and everything. Um, other than that. It's been quite a, that was a quick two hours. That was. Thanks to Tori for coming on. Please go check out her books. Um, you know, they're very, as being a paranormal investigator and been in these places, these books just seem very awesome. You know, just the information that you get when we go into these places and don't have nothing. Right. And it paranormal. brings the history back. Yeah, brings the history back to that building and stuff. So I want to thank Tori for doing that and everything. But anything Thanks, else? guys. No, thank you. Thank you. Say, so have a happy holiday. Be safe. Hey, Fuki.